If you're in the Sefer that I'm using, it's page Kuflamid Beis, but I don't think many people are, although I do so some. No, no. The ones on this table now. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one that's, that's the new, uh, the new translation. Page Kuflamid Beis, Perek Shlishi. Um, Perek Shlishi is, the beginning of Perek Shlishi, is very repetitious of what we just learned in Perik Shani. And it really makes you wonder what the Chayv Soldotus is doing here. It's like really repetitious. He goes through all seven things again. While in Perik Shani, he brought down Psukim, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu meets the seven criteria. Here, he talks from a different angle, he talks logically, and he elaborates. He really talks more about Arichas and Perik Shlishi. The big question is like, what is he doing? So really, we'll see in a moment that in Perik Shlishi, he makes another list of five things. And the first of the five things is all the seven things of the second Perik. We'll see in a moment what this new list, what this is a list of. But the question is, then, then he as he goes through his list, he says, okay, number one is the seven things of the previous parak, and then he goes through the whole thing again. And, and, and But he elaborates, as we'll see, we're going to learn it. And I hope it won't be boring. The question is, what did the Chayv Salvadas do here? What, he's a Rishon. You're talking about someone that lived before Rashi. And every word in Rashi is super measured. And so the Chayv Salvadas, no less so... Uh, <coughs> I gave the man a thought. It's not, it's not a simple. I'm not sure what the answer is. I'll, I'll share my thoughts with you. Let me tell you what I was thinking. I had some feedback last week that someone said, "You know, this is like really, really hard. Like, you know, you want me to be tough on it? You know, it sounds great, but it's really hard." And I was. I was very, very pleased with that. It made me feel very good. Because it is very, very hard. And, and it's, uh, I would say it's a lifetime of work. Because although this writes from every angle and every, you know, it's not paying lip service. Like you say, Hashem is here, Hashem is there, Hashem is truly everywhere. That's good, you know, for the kids. But when you face life and you have issues and, 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 you, and, you, and you have things to, to, to worry about and everybody has troubles and issues and relationships it's very very hard what he did in the second parak in the second parak really, maybe I didn't present it precisely correctly in the second parak doesn't want you to work on bitachon I just want you to work. The second parak's limud, if we're making a workshop and worksheets and a workbook, the second parak is not, is not how to have bitachon. It's not musr to have bitachon. He's leading you on. He's tricking you. He's roping you in. He's saying, parak bays is not Yisrael betach bashem. It's not. He's saying, 
Let's think. Perik Aleph is what's the definition of bitachon? He spends ten lines on it, eight lines. That's Perik Rishon. Perik Shani is don't have bitachon yet. I don't, I don't want you to have bitachon yet. It's too early. It's too early for you for you to have bitachon. Any bitachon you have now is going to be fake, so to speak. It's going to be ra ra ra. It's going to dissipate. It's going to peter out. It's not going to be real. Let's talk about what would allow you, there's certainly such a thing as bitachon, as he said in his hakdama in the introduction to Shara bitachon, he says everybody's boteach in something, you could be boteach in your own abilities, you could boteach in your rich uncle, you could be boteach in the delivery truck, you boteach in your boss, you boteach in teva, you're always boteach in something, no one does everything, right? It's ludicrous to think so. Everything will take on something. She says, okay, so let's see. Don't have a, forget about Hashem, don't have to be talking. I'm not telling you to have to be talking yet. Just sit back and let's see what would create be talking. What would make you have to be talking in something? And he goes through the seven things and he says, okay, a, B, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Without these seven things, you know, you, you're really not going to have be talking. Okay. Yeah, agree? Don't don't work on bitachon yet. Think about these seven things. Realize that these seven things are needed for you to have bitachon in somebody. And then he touched lightly at the end of the second parak. He said, when you think about it, there's no person in the world. There's no there's no person in the world that's going to meet the seven criteria. So realize that there is no one out there for you to really have full bitachon in. You'll have half-hearted bitachon. You'll think you have bitachon. <coughs> it's altif tchub benedivim. We have the, We don't really. You're not really having bitachon in them. You're not supposed to because it's really a false bitachon. There's really nothing there. What are you going to do if tomorrow the stock market crashes? What are you going to do if tomorrow he starts to be investigated? What are you going to do if tomorrow he has a stroke? What are you gonna, right? All the seven things any person can't meet. That's the second parak. Second parak, he, he doesn't want you to be talking yet. It's like a premature. If you're learning Klevis Halvavus and you just finished the second parak, now comes the third parak. In the third parak, he's going to make a list. So the second parak was a list of things that would allow you to have bitachon in in something. It's just pure logic, and it makes a list. Now, parak shlishi. Shlishi is a different list. Is a list why why you should the the, the premises the, the, the these are the five reasons why you should have complete shleimus bitachon in Hakadosh Baruch Hu. This is direct. Now we're talking Yisrael b'tach b'ashem. These are the five sibos. Hakdomos, he calls them. You see, there, the the the, 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 the prelude. This is in Perik I think he called it Sibos. These are the reasons why you would have bitachon in something. Now comes Hakdomos. This is the like the introduction. This is the this is the this is going to tell you these five things will direct you to Yisrael Batach Pashem. This is already a more now you're one step closer. Now these are the things that are pushing you to 
to exercise, to, to have bitachon and Hashem, to be mashlam your bitachon and Hashem. Aval hagdomos, the foundations, the premises, asher b'beiruron, with their clarification, ba'amitosan, and your realization that they're true, and, and, and you're internalizing that truth. Right, Beirurin is clarifying what they are, making sure you have a clear definition of what we're talking about, what each of these five things are, because there's a list of five things now. Ba'amitosan, and realizing that it's so, that it's reality. Yishlam, you'll have complete <coughs> this pushes a person to to have bitachon in Hashem. So there's a list of five things. The first of the five things, the first thing that's going to push you and demand of you that you have bitachon in Hashem is that Hashem meets all the requirements of the second parak. And because, so why does he repeat it for? Because he's I think, I don't know, it's, it's a, I think, uh, I think, I don't know, sometimes it's not clear why is he such an arichus of repetition. I think it's because he's, you're in a different mode in Perik Shlishi than in Perik Shani. In Perik Shani, you're, you're still, you're innocent still. You're just groping to see what would allow you to have bitachon in anything in the world. Now he's already, roping you in, and he's saying, okay, so you're viewing, the, these five things you're viewing from a different perspective, from, from a more direct perspective, a more direct mechaev to have bitochen in Hashem. This is demanding that you have bitochen in Hashem. So, number one is, because Hashem meets all the requirements of the second barrack, so that certainly pushes you to have bitochen in Him, because you have to have bitochen in something, but, Okay, so since he's in a slightly different perspective, he repeats everything and he talks about it, and he even elaborates, he talks about it much more by Arichos here. What he threw out a posuk or two in the second parak, here he talks much more. Ha'achas Yidiyosu Habrura, his clear clarification and internalization. You have to really think about it and say, you know, it's really true. It's really, really true. This is this is true. I, I really believe it. I see it. I feel it. You know, when, when we talk, the five senses... So, what do people say when, like, what's the when you want to say you 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 perceive something? So really, we we say I see it, right? You say I hear what you're saying. You know, that's not so strong. I hear what you're saying, but you say I see what you're saying. Where we use that expression of speech, that's the utmost clarity. Is I I see what you're saying. Sometimes something is very rachok from haseichel. We say, you know, it smells right, or it feels right. But if you want to talk about the ultimate clarity, you say, I, I see it. I mamash see it. I visualize it. You, 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 it's that level of clarity. You have that level of clarity. Kikol Shiva Sanyonim, that all the seven things we talked about in the second parak, HaGadosh Baruch has, Yeshnum Bashem Yisadav Yisromam. Which things? Asher Behizkatzom. When they come together, now it's possible to have bitachon. So the first thing pushing you to have bitachon is that Hakadosh Baruch Hu meets, fits the bill. For his kartim, I mentioned them already in the second parak. The hariyosi alehem, the mission is damenli mikisvei akodesh. I came up with psukim that reflect these seven things. 
the Haim, and now he's going to talk about it with much more elaboration. And it does give you a fuller perspective on it. Number one, he grabbed the, in case you look ahead and read it, and you've been memorizing and learning, he gives a different, inexplicable, he gives a different order than he does in the second parak. There's two things that he puts out of order. What's number two here in Perak Bays is number four. And what's number five here, I wrote this down. <laughs> and what's number five here is number seven in Perak Bays. It's inexplicable. I mean, uh, I don't know why he does that. Maybe, I don't know. The Hain, Shehashem Yisallah. So number one is, Harachamon Shebarachmon Amala Adam. No one, as much as you think, uh, uh, your parents love you. That's so push it. But by now we know our parents love us. When we were younger, we weren't sure. But by now we know that they meant well, even though they drove us crazy. But And maybe they still drive us crazy. But we know they love us. Because when you have your own children, then you chap. And you see what it's all about. So you know that, so Hashem loves you and has more Rachmanus on you, more love and compassion. You have to be convinced. And again, you have to really, you have to think about it. You have to talk yourself into it. You have to read Psukim. You have to listen to the words of the Siddur when you're learning. When you, when you, when you, when you, when you're reading Siddur, Havinu Hav, Rachamon, Hamrachem, Rachem Oleinu. So Hashem has more Rachmanus on us than anyone else. And then he says a tremendous chiddush. Not a chiddush, he says a tremendous insight. Not even a chiddush. It's a tremendous insight into, the, into, into really a, a lot of things in this world. He says, the truth is that any rachmonus that anybody has on you, so your parents love you, it's all a reflection of Hashem's love. This, Hashem, Hashem created everything. Hashem created this conduit for his love your parents love you that's it's also Hashem Hashem it's Hashem's love it spills over in this way Hashem created parents that should be the receptacle says this is the receptacle of Hashem's love you're feeling Hashem's love when your parents love you Bechol rachamim, not just parents, anything. Bechol rachamim bechemla. Any rachmonus or pity or love. Shetovo mizu. He doesn't say love. I'm saying love. It's for sure love also. Shetovo mizu loso al ha'odom. Heim berachme Hashem yasale. Bechaninoso. This is Hashem. It's just a reflection of Hashem. Hashem is all. Hashem is everything. And any... Any love we experience, it's a tremendous insight. Any love we experience is Hashem's love that's directed in this way. He causes this to happen. He He made this dynamic, and it's this is how He's. And it's you know what. So, so you know what this is such an insight. He says, "I don't feel Hashem's love." I, I, I don't experience it. Where do I see it? So there's different ways to experience it. Shar HaBechina, the Chavis wants you to walk out and look at nature and look at an apple, right? And look at the sunset and look at your 
biology and feel Hashem's love. That's what he wants you to do in Shah Bachina of Khagasal Babas. Here he, he wants you to say, you know something, that love that I feel loved by whoever it is, th- this is Hashem. This is Hashem's I'm experiencing Hashem's love, which is in this world, this is how Hashem makes me the recipient of his love through this relationship. And it's tremendous insight. He says, He sees it in the following Pasuk. So, all the Mepharshim struggle with that Pasuk. What does it mean? So, Chavis is learning Pshat in the Pasuk. Hashem gives, bestows Rechmanus on you through through your parents, through a spouse, through a child, however it may come, through your best friend. And it's through that that Hashem is being merachim on you. You're experiencing Hashem's rachmanus. I keep saying love, he keeps saying rachmanus. You keep, you're experiencing Hashem's rachmanus. Someone is, acts kindly towards you, someone cares about you, someone takes care of you. It's Hashem's shliach. Hashem, this is Hashem's shlichus. Every, everything that happens is Hashem. So if someone embarrasses me, by the way, the Chavis HaLavis says, that's how you should look at it. We'll be learning about that in Chavis HaLavis. The reason you could have to control yourself and not lash back, and this is what the Chinuch says about Nakama, is that you have to see that Hashem did it to you, not that that person did it to you. That's how you control your Nakama instinct. But it's getting off the subject, but the principle is the same. That everything that happened, that Hashem is so all-encompassing and omniscient, and, and, and the only reality is Hashem, really. So anybody that cares about me is a conduit for Hashem's caring about me. And that's who's really caring about me. And this is the way it's being expressed. This is the way it's being guided towards me. And he sees that in that Pasuk. So what's his point? So point one is that Hashem cares about you. So he's adding to that in, to that point, he says, and you should know something, that anybody that cares about you, it's Hashem caring about you. Okay. The Hashemus, number two. Shabori Yisale, Hashem lo yeyomu mimenu, he knows what's best for you. He knows all the medicines. He knows how to give you the emotional health you need. He he knows how to, he knows how to get you to sh- he gets for you the best shidduch. He gets you, everything he does the best for you. He knows what's best for you because he's the manufacturer. That's what the Chayyim of now elaborates. If you want to fix something and you want to know what makes something tick, and you want to know what's, what kind of oil to use in the machine. So the best person to go to is the manufacturer. It's the person that made it. As much as everybody knows, but if you can get to the person who created it, who made it, who knows every little bone, every wire in its body, so he'll know the best, what's good for it, what's not good for it. 
It must be because you, we are nothing but a creation of Hashem. Things that are beneficial, they have seido, and things that are detrimental, and things that would hurt me, what makes me ill, or what betters my health. More than who's going to know better than your manufacturer, the person that the one that created me. So Hashem knows what's best to me, and we're not just talking physical; we're talking mental, we're talking emotional. I always tell my children that Hashem sends you. Everybody gets the perfect shidduch for them. And what's the definition of the perfect shidduch? I'm really going off the subject here. The definition of the perfect shidduch is that in order to have shalom bias, you have to be masaking the midah that you were sent to this world to be masaking. As Hashem matches up exactly that in order to really function best as a unit, you have to... That's the best, and that's the best shidduch for you because you were sent to this world, we were all sent to this world to be masaking. Almidos, that's a famous Vilna Gaon that we all subscribe to. That the primary thing a person has to do in this world is to be masaking a certain mida or midos, whatever their personal demon is, they have to be masaking it. So the perfect shidduch, Hashem always sends the perfect shidduch. So my son just got married, right? Chasla? So he called me up this week. He says, Tati, you're right. <laughs> I didn't ask him to elaborate. <laughs> but he said, I mamish, now I know what you're talking about. And that's good. That, 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 that's the perfect shit. Because what could be better than something that compels you, something that compels you to be masaking yourself. That, 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 that's like the greatest thing in the world. The, 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 what's no good, of course, is if you're not masaking, and then it's you know, then we have problems. That's the lozocha kenegdo. But but that's the Hashem knows what makes you tick. Hashem created you. Hashem knows what midah you came into the world with. Hashem knows what's the perfect shidduch for you. Hashem knows what's the best job for you. Hashem knows what will give you the most emotional stability if you're destined to have emotional stability. Some people, that's their demon to fight. They have to struggle to to stay on an even keel emotionally because things affect them. They get all overwhelmed and they're very nervous. Some people are a nervous wreck, Bateva. Some people are very critical, Bateva. Some people, uh, all sorts of people out there. Millions of people out there. Everybody has like a little slightly different nature. But Hashem is the manufacturer, so Hashem knows what's best for us. And best doesn't always mean the most pleasurable, the most comfortable, the most kishmak. It's not best. Best is that we fulfill the purpose that we were sent to this world for. Of course that's what the best means. So, the Chayzavodos' point is, this is number two, Hashem knows what's best for us. Hashem knows, and, and, because he's the manufacturer. And if that's true by really by a machine, by the physical world, but also by a human manufacturer, 
Shainam Khachim Benaisa Al Yodonum Kimtsura Mikris, the manufacturer of the machine was not Mahadesh of principle and physics, you know. He just took what's out there and he put it together and he made a machine. But still he, yeah, someone invents the cordless telephone. He he didn't create anything. He didn't the sound waves, his radio waves. He, you know, he, he made a machine. The Chagatavodos calls it Tzura Mikris. He, he, he didn't create anything fundamental in this Bria. Right? What does the Ramam say? If all the Chachmeolim come together, they can't create a, a little gnat. They can't create. They, they, they use the principles of the physical world, whether it's, it's, it's true. I mean, it's, they didn't... Hashem was Megala it in the past uh, past century, amazing Giluim uh, opened up the whole world. But it's all Tsura Mikris, it's all it's not fundamental, they're not creating anything really. So if they manufacture a machine that just knows how to harness a power that's there, but they're the best uh, source of knowledge to how to care for that machine. The basic nature of, of sound waves, of, of, of magnetism. Uh, they can create it. Hashem, Hashem made us down to our fundamental nature. Hashem created our our attitudes, our emotions, our Moods. Hashem created the the very basic nature that each person. What does the Gemara say? Shame, shame. Partsufayan shovels, kachendayan seyan shovels. Every person has a different take on things. They don't look alike and they don't think alike. Everybody looks at things with a slightly different perspective. But Hashem created that. So Hashem knows down to the basic kishkas what everything is. But tsurasa utchunasa v'say the chiburo. What puts together the nefesh and the guf? It's an amazing thing. The Shachon says, when you say in Asher Yotzar, Rofei Chol Bosoru Mafli La'asos, Hashem does wondrous things. So what does he talk, what does it mean a Mafli La'asos when you say Asher Yotzar? So it says in Shachon one pshat, that Mafli La'asos means it's amazing that Hashem connects the guf and the neshama. When the person, when the neshama leaves, the guf dies. And when the guf dies, the neshama leaves. And, and you eat food, and somehow that gives sustenance to the neshama. Okay, it's deeper than that. What gives sustenance to the neshama, hopefully, is the bracha we make over the food. Brachoponim, that's what say the chiburo means, that Hashem connects things. So, Yodea Yosef, Chochem Yosef, who knows better what's good and what's truly beneficial and what's truly mazik to, th- to this machine that he created. What's good for the guf in this world, what's good for the nefesh in the next world. So Hashem knows everything is best. So, 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 and that's the second um, element that's necessary for Bittachem, that we know Hashem cares about me more than anybody else in the world. In fact, anybody that cares about me it's Hashem caring about me. And number two is Hashem knows what's best for me in every aspect of my existence. K'moshe Amar, like the Posuk says, Ani Hashem alokecha, I discipline you. 
I show you the way to go. Tchavzalovus is deliberately picking psukim where not such pleasant things are happening to a person. But Hashem is directing that person a certain way. I'm teaching you to, 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 to take you in a certain direction. Hashem rebukes those he loves. You know, like, you kick the machine. The machine doesn't give you the soda, you give it a kick. So that's what Hashem does sometimes. The machine's not giving the soda, gives it a kick. Come on, with back. Okay. Vashlishus. Shabori Yusala Gibor al Kol Gibor. There's no um, no obstacle, no obstacle to Hashem. Upkudoso, his decree, Mof Eles Yosem, he called Pekuda. Vemeshev l'mishpoto, Hashem makes a decision. Finish, that's it. Kamo Shomer kol ha-shachofes Hashem. Also, Vomar kinyeh dvori yashayetzi mipi. Lo Yoshev al-eireikom, ki maso asasher chofatzli, v'tzliach asher shlachtiv, it says... So that's the third thing that we learned on the last paragraph also, that Hashem, there's no obstacles. He doesn't have to, there's nothing to overcome. We learned in Nach, in the Nach here, Yonason says to his, two people attacked the whole army of the Plishtim. So Yonason says to his arms bearer, the two of them attacked the army of the Plishtim, Ein matzor l'Hashem lo shia b'ravo b'ma'at. Ain matzor l'Hashem. There's no, nothing stopping Hashem from being Moshiach ben Rav Limot. So the Malbim there explains. Let's say you have someone, someone very strong. So you can pick up a fifty-pound weight, and he can pick up a hundred-pound weight. Okay, he can pick them both up, but Lamaisa he expends more koiches on the hundred-pound weight. That's 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 reality. He he. Even if you don't call it, it's harder for him to do. But he certainly expends more kaikhis. And that's what Jonas was saying. Hashem is not like that. There's no, there's no more kaikhis spent on a 100-pound weight than a 50-pound weight. Whatever Hashem does, it's not pshat. This, this was, he, he used up more of his kaikhis. Even if he could do it. You say, well, Hashem could do anything. Hashem could do this and he could do that. And he could even do this. There's no even. It, it's like wrong. It's a wrong way to think about Hashem. There's no even Hashem does everything. There's no hundred pound weight, fifty pound weight. There's no such. Those things don't exist. So once, so that's. So there's no obstacles. He cares about you, and he knows what's best for you. And there's nothing going to be an obstacle. Baravius. This is what's the second thing in Perak Beis, that he doesn't get distracted. He doesn't neglect them. It's constant. Anything you do, any small action you do, your deeds, your thoughts, 
Everything. It's very scary if you think about it. Everything, your deeds, your thoughts, even your, your lowliest actions, Hashem is, is there, Hashem is watching, Hashem is aware of. And Hashem cares. He cares what you do. He doesn't get distracted. He's not busy. He's not a big CEO, you know. With Ka'amro, Lomo Somer Yaakov. Listen to the pasuk. He quotes. He quotes a pasuk about Bnei Yisrael and Golus, and Bnei Yisrael and Golus suffer, and they think Hashem is distracted. Hashem's not watching over them. Hashem has other things on his mind. He sent them into Golus, and he led them to the vicissitudes of Goyim of the Golus. And the Novi says that's not true, and that's what he says. Lomo Somer Yaakov, you're in Golus. Usudaber Yisrael, Nistero Darki Me Hashem, Atzoros, the way what's happening to us, it's, it's hidden from Hashem, so to speak. Hashem's not looking. Hashem doesn't get tired. Hashem doesn't get, you know, get distracted. Doesn't get tired. He doesn't push off to tomorrow. In Cheker was Funoso, Hashem was infinite. Infinite Tvuna. In Cheker. In Cheker understanding, in Cheker doing. Vachamishus. Vachamishus. Shem bidei achad hanivroim lahoel laatzmo. No one can help you or be mazik you velolo zuloso. Only if it's decreed from Hashem. There's more than one that can even do good for him. He wouldn't really have been talking on even one of them. On either one of them. You say, you know, Okay, part of you says if this one doesn't do it, I have somewhere else to turn. So that's not fully focused. Or if one was more enabled than the other, so certainly you would, in proportion to his ability to do things, you would have more bitachon in him. So as you would increase the as one of the giborim, um, as one of the two, let's say, increases in his ability to help, so you have more bitachon in him. And if it's clear that one of them can accomplish, and the other one is it, 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 nothing compared to him, he can't do anything unless he gives him permission. There is no one else that can help you. Anyone else that can help you is just right there in the rots and Hashem and the Shliach Hashem. And even a, a bug, a mosquito can't bite you. A mosquito, a mosquito can't bite you unless Hashem has decided that he bite you. Then you'll forget about 
being worried about people and being afraid of people and caring about people and uh, caring, you should care, caring what people think and being afraid of what they'll say and worrying. is from Levado. Another is a generous person. Don't trust even generous people. But then are done. Why? Shame will sure. I'm going to be able to help you. And he's not, he's not even doing anything. Right? He, he doesn't have the chur, the chur is from Hashem. And maybe he made him a shliach. Okay. We'll stop here. I have to stop here. I'm sorry. Stop it.